Welcome to the Young and Christian Podcast. I am Mackenzie. I'm a musician, photographer, grown apologist, grown evangelist, and lifelong student. Here's just where we plan to be real, where I talk about Jesus, philosophy, mental health, relationships, race, culture, and honestly, whatever. Today on Guest Friday, we got my boy Shaman. Um, we're talking about um, just simply how to share your faith. Welcome to the Young and Christian podcast. Um, we got my boy Shaman on Guest Friday. Uh, introduce yourself, bro. What's going on, man? What's up, everybody? Um, I'm just pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, my words are a little messed up because I'm so excited to be on this podcast. But this is my brother, man. We come a long way from high school, college. Now we walk with the Lord together side by side, iron sharpening iron. It's going Sorry. down for the kingdom, man. It's crazy. Yes, sir, man. You know, you this this guy can speak on me as far as like he's seen my ups and downs and just all around. Like <laughs> you've seen all of it, man. And we got to see each other really grow um in our in our walk with the Lord. And it, and I think that's that's super important to have somebody that you know that you can hold yourself accountable to and and just just walk with each other. You know what I mean? We're all walking with the Lord, so it's important to have each other, just by each other. Um, Amen. So so, man, I mean, if you want to just go into, you know, your, your quick testimony, like what kind of brought you into the faith to even just start off with, like a little bit about yourself? So, man, what really brought me into the faith, bro, was the desperation to fill a void inside of me that I couldn't I couldn't fill. And, you know, you already know it started with the searching and witchcraft and divination and all of these dark spiritual things. And then it was like the Lord was pulling on me because I was genuinely looking for the Lord. I was looking for Jesus Christ, but I was going in all of these wrong directions because of the deception that was in the world. So the tarot cards, the angelic numbers, all of this demonic stuff. And I remember I went to Africa with Byron. And mm-hmm. as soon as we got down off of that plane, bro, I felt the spirit of the Lord just rush upon my life. And it was taking away all of my desires for the world, all of my desires to do everything that was displeasing to him. And you know how when Jesus was first born, the wise men from the east, they came because they saw the stars in the sky. They knew of the stars in the sky because they practiced witchcraft and they came to see Jesus Christ. The Lord used them. He spoke to them in that way to see Jesus Christ so they could repent. God spoke to me when I was in Africa on the back of a bus. I saw 777 and in that divination realm. That means that a stage of your life has been completed. So I was looking at it and I'm like, God, what, what's, what's been completed? What's going on? I don't know what's going on. And then, bro, I, I found Jesus Christ as I was on that trip, bro. It, it, it's crazy, man. It, it's a long story, but it, it's crazy, bro. I found yeah. the true and living God. I was no longer into witchcraft. He showed me the truth and he sent people to me in Africa. Then when I came back home, sent more people to me said, you need a Bible. This is what you need to do. God is calling you. Sign after yeah. sign after sign. Then I, I got my first Bible, September 5th, 2019. It's been history ever since, bro. Never turned back. And I said, I was at Westchester. What, what, 2019, Westchester. right? Westchester. Westchester, Westchester. man. So, I, yeah, like, uh, as we talked about, like, this podcast is, like, 
primarily like from people maybe like seniors in high school to like college realm um even people that's like maybe post-college or whatever um but as far as like you know you in high or college like for example the temptations with like girls parties whatever how did that affect your like like how did that affect your 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 walk at all like you know what I mean like how did you go like that tug because there's always that tug you know what I mean like especially going into Christ like how'd you battle with that that tug of like okay like you know I want to be a part of the parties but at the same time like no nah, I'm just gonna actually ride for Jesus Christ instead like what how'd you how'd you fight that like, you know what I mean yeah honestly I'm I'm still fighting it it's an ongoing battle but one thing that I learned is that the flesh, it wars against the spirit and the spirit wars against the flesh. So we have a choice every single day, what to feed. Is it going to be your flesh or is it going to be your spirit? And when you choose to feed your spirit more than your flesh, you begin to walk in the spirit and it becomes a lot easier for you not to be going in the wrong directions and things like that. Because even the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So we need to focus on the eternal prize. And that's what I had to do. But the Holy Spirit helped me, bro. I used to fall to porn every single day. Used to fall mm-hmm. to sex all the time, bro. Like, seriously, walking outside, looking at women with lust. We already know what Jesus says. If you look at a woman with lust, you commit adultery already adultery. within your heart. So I was committing adultery every single day. And I'm like, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to stop this. And, um... Yeah, I, I just I asked for a desperation to get in his word. And the more I was filled up with his word, the less I wanted of those women. So, mm. yeah, that's real. That's real. Because it's not. I feel like with you, especially not only like did you make that choice to be like, yo, I'm going to ride hard for Jesus. But it also pushed you to be like, yo, I want to tell people about who he is. And I think mm-hmm. like in that realm of people that's like in college and, you know, they're going things about Mac up. Like they want to share their faith, but they don't really know how. Um, but like, how did you like even just start? How did you even start just sharing your faith after you found your love for Jesus Christ? Man, I started to share my faith about Jesus after I experienced the miracle of him working in my life. The first night I gave, the first night I surrendered my life to him, you know. And I always think of Saul when, you know, he was on his way. Mm. and he uh, he fell he fell down the, the spirit of the lord came on him he fell down he was blind for three days and he was speaking to the lord and that was almost the same exact experience that, that i had like the scales of my eye they fell off they wow. fell off and i was able to see and it was just like you know how the bible says taste and see that the lord is good i taste and i saw that the lord was good and i wanted to know about it because i'm like here I am with all these people that is just like, I'm in, but you don't know this until you come to Christ. So once mm-hmm. I came to Christ and I realized the bondage that I was in and the freedom that I'm in now, I said, yo, I got to tell these people before it's too late. And, right. you know, obviously it's, for me, it started with a lot of pride because that was my personality coming into Christ. Like I was a very prideful person. And sometimes I, I battle it still to this very day. That's why we got to let him increase and let us decrease. But mm-hmm. I will come in and I will say things the wrong way. And you already know. Even if you're telling somebody the truth, if it's not said with love and gentleness, it could be taken a completely wrong way. And that could offend somebody. And when you're Mm -hmm. speaking for God, you need to make sure that you're speaking in love because that's who he is. God is love. And if you don't know love, you don't know God. So that was one of the regrets that I had. But, bro, the Lord was doing miracles. I was like, I got to show somebody this. Mm-hmm. that's real bro because yeah like i said we 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 seen each other's walk and seen each other grow and i definitely see the lord working on you bro for sure um 
I think because sure, even even the hardest thing about it is like when we when we when we go out and when we want to share our faith or you know whatever we want to share our faith. I think sometimes what we we kind of think of like you know we we put the light on us and be like oh what if I say the wrong thing like what if I say what if yeah. I offend somebody you know what I mean but if we realize that okay this is a soul that's in front of me and we know the that's truth right. about where souls go souls either go this destination destination A or destination B you know mm-hmm. what I mean and if I have I don't have the power to save anybody but if I could just say if I could just tell somebody about Jesus who who paid the price for them you know what I mean go a long way so instead of you know having to focus on me. You know what I mean? It's not, it's nothing, it's nothing, it doesn't have to do it. It doesn't have anything to do with me. You know what I mean? But just yeah. putting it, put the, put the, just the shyness. Okay. This person is a soul in front of me and this yeah. person can either go two ways. I think it just, it makes it a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Cause it, it is a little bit, I guess, frightening at first, you know what I mean? It'd be like, yeah. cause it's like politics, you know, people, you don't know how people's going to reality, <laughs> re- uh, yeah. retaliate or react to it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just, it's just tough, man. It's just tough. I don't know if you ever experienced like, like what's, uh, do you have like a, like a story from when you first started evangelizing, you know what I mean? Like that you look back on to like where you're at now, like, cause you, yeah. Or- yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, I was actually, evangelizing the first week that I gave my life to Christ, which was, it was a terrible idea because I wasn't equipped and I wasn't discipled. So as I went out there, I'm yelling about Jesus, this, Jesus, that. But then when I got back home, I fell to, I fell to um, fornication immediately. And we don't realize that when we go out into the world, that we're going into a world of darkness, there's principalities, there's demons, there's all kinds of things. And if we go out there without the full armor of God, if we go out there without being sent by God, then mm-hmm. we're, we're already out of his will. That's a form of disobedience, because if you go somewhere that God didn't send you, that's that's rebellion. That's rebellion mm-hmm. to me. So, you know, I went out there and I knew I wasn't supposed to be out there because I didn't know the word. I didn't know nothing. But I'm yelling and screaming, Jesus is Jesus that. As soon as I got home, bro, fell to fell to fornication. And I think of the um, I think of the scripture where Paul was saying that we must practice what we preach so we don't be disqualified after we're done preaching. So I was disqualified after my my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you bounce back though? How'd you bounce back? Um, bro, I bounced back by obeying God, like asking God, like, what do you want me to do? And just submitting to his will. You know, the Bible says when you submit to God and resist the devil, he'll flee. So he was he was helping me to stand firm. He was giving me time to study. He was giving me time to pray, giving me time to fast. And then that's when he started to really send me out, laying hands on people. And, bro, been seeing miracles ever since. Like, even last, uh, when was it? Like, yesterday. Even yesterday, bro. Miracles every single time, man. But that's because I, I let him work on me, bro. We all have the opportunity to do that. But some people say, oh, I want to go now. I want to go now. And we don't wait on God. And that's mm-hmm. when we run into destruction, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you mentioned yesterday, yeah. or for, for the people that's listening to this on Friday, you know, the past couple of Sundays, you've been going out and evangelizing mm-hmm. and talking to people. What's that been like? Bro, it's been amazing because you get to share the love of God into the void of their lives, you know, because all of us, when we first came to Christ or prior to us coming to Christ, we all had a void that we were trying to fill, whether it was from school or alcohol, sex, money, drugs, whatever. Everybody has that void inside of them and it can't be filled without Jesus. So when you go out and you speak to somebody's heart directly to their heart and speaking directly to their soul, it penetrates because the word of God is like a sword. So you start to see reactions. Sometimes demons manifest. Sometimes people repent. Sometimes people don't even care. 
you know, but it's, it's all about Jesus. As you said, it's not about us. We can't focus on us because when we go out there, we are servants of Christ and we do what Christ tells us to do. And his mm -hmm. word is never going to come back empty. It's never going to return void. It's going to accomplish what he wants it to accomplish. So mm -hmm. when you go out, you know, if the Lord is sending you, go. He's going to do mm -hmm. the rest. He's going to order your steps. Um, like Proverbs says, acknowledge God in all your ways. He'll direct your steps, man. Mm -hmm. For all sure, straight up. Straight up. I always like to say, like, you know, I think a score, the scoreboard isn't for Christians isn't to, you know, how many people can we save, but the scoreboard is just how many people do we share just the gospel or share the good news to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's the, that's the scoreboard there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because some yeah. people like to just overcomplicate things. And I think the work isn't, the work could just be like for somebody, okay, the Lord could have placed you in a specific working environment to to reach that coworker or to reach that boss or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you, I think, if once we start paying attention to our environments as well and the souls that are around us, it's like, cause that was the biggest thing with me. I think for a while I was trying to go out and do certain things, but I feel like the Lord put on my heart is like, okay, what about the people that you live with? The people that are your close friends with, like you're trying to, you're trying to reach these souls outside the house, but what about the souls inside the house? You know what I mean? They, they're, they're souls too. You know what I mean? Cause it's just really easy to, 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 to overlook all the like family members or like your close friends or something like that. But you know, that's, that was just what was convicted for me for, for a while. And then, I, yeah, yeah, man, it's just, it, it's just everybody, can, everybody can use the good news, man. Everybody, not just, Amen. not just the outside, but, but yeah, man, it's, but, it's crazy. I mean, one thing that I, I like to say, though, is Jesus, he always said that a prophet isn't accepted in their own hometown. True. And you know that when you're in your house, your people, they've been around you all your life. And they're like, oh, he probably just going through a phase. It's probably just that they mm. underestimate the power of God because of mm. who God is using. And, you know, it, it's it's hard, you know, but that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. You know, he's our helper. He's our comforter, man. But that's something I was guilty of, too, going out to the world and then forgetting my family. And I'm so, yeah. Bro, it's crazy because, like, yeah. you know, people, <laughs> it's funny because, People now, because people, especially knew me back then versus now, people would be like, they joke around, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're like Christian, Christian now, or something like that. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? I'm just. Yeah, you got power. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, but then, yeah, the they see that transformation. It's like, okay, like, even if, okay, if you, especially if you knew me from back then, you saw the life I was living, you saw the, the things I was doing. It's like, if you saw the power of Jesus to change me, it's like, what, what, what? I, like the thing is like I don't even want I don't want to I'm trying to get to a point where you know I wouldn't even have to tell someone that I'm Christian I just want somebody to be looking at, look at me and be like oh, there's something different about you like there's something different about the spirit that flows within you I wonder what's that like who well, who or what's that like you know what I mean then it gives an opportunity to tell about Jesus you know what I mean so um yeah man because because a lot of people they, they they especially when we talk about sharing your faith man a lot of people try to do it for the, the clout and, and try to be like try to make it more about themselves rather than jesus mm -hmm. man so um yeah man but yeah, yeah I'm, oh, I'm sure you but i want to i wanted to say uh two things first how you said you don't even want to say that you're a christian you just want people to acknowledge that bro when we was in washington dc we was out there preaching and there was this one older man he was like yo can i tell y'all something can i tell you a testimony and he was just like when i was in college i forgot what he's like the 80s or the 70s he was like when i was in college one of my hometown friends, they just gave their life to Christ. They knocked on my door and I opened it. And I said, I don't know what it is that you have, but I want it. And he said he mm. gave his life to Christ that same night. Wow. The power of the Holy Ghost was just, the anointing on that man was so strong that it was penetrating into his soul without the 
without him even speaking, man. Wow. And then um, the other thing too, how you said people go out to evangelize and do all this stuff on IG for clout and things like that. Bro, I actually felt the conviction of that recently, like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday was Sunday. Like we went out and I'm like, yo, I'm not getting on no mic. I'm not getting on no camera. I'm not doing none of that. I'm about to just talk with people because it's not about me, it's about him. I don't want to be seen today. And mm. I just felt that burning. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we need to shy away from all of the eyes and all of the attention. That's what Jesus did when they all wanted healings in that one particular scripture, I forgot where it is, but he went to the mountains to pray instead. Yeah. So, you know, that's that that's something I take to my heart. I got to get that scripture later, but yeah, yeah, man, I take that to my heart, man. Yeah, and that, and that shows how humble you are to say that you're still learning, you know what I mean? Like, even though you've been evangelizing for a while, you're still learning and you're still, you're still, you know what I mean, on this journey. Yeah. So, like, that's amazing, bro, because, you know, we're always students to the game. I say that in every podcast. I'm a long yeah. life student, you know what I mean? To, to right. So it's just like I'm always trying to learn. And even in this, even something evangelizing is something I like doing, learning learning your experience and stuff like that is empowering for sure. It's empowering and inspiring. Man, all glory to God, man. All glory to God, man. Because it's, it's just so deep, bro, to, to just, just, just see how we, how we grew up, bro. Like, it's just, it's just deep, man. And to see where, where you're going, where, where Sean's going, man, it's just, it's just amazing to see what was, what's going on. Like last week was, was amazing, man. Last week when we went out evangelizing, man, it was, it, Crazy. it was amazing. It was that thing amazing. was fireworks, bro. Fireworks. Bro. Fireworks, man. Fireworks. Because, like I said, a lot of people they want to they want to know how to share their faith. You know, what I mean, a lot of people do. Um, and it's like a lot of people they want to they want to they want to do it in a way that's like they want to do it in a way that's like like I don't know even the perfect way to explain it, but they they just I guess I don't know if they're like overcomplicating things, but like. I the the what I refer people to I'm like other than like you know like just having normal conversations but it's just like you know look how Jesus did it Jesus was the best apologist of all time like you know what I mean just the just the way he communicated with someone and I noticed something so crazy when when he when he went out talking to people he asked a lot of questions that you know he knew the answer to everything so it's like mm-hmm. you know he he asked a lot of questions so that you know like you said it would pierce through their heart so they so they could reason within themselves the Amen. truth you know what i mean because the bible says you know people suppress the truth you know what i mean people suppress the truth in a way that like you know they they they, they know they know what's what's truth but you know especially people like they'll try to be like they'll, they'll just try to suppress it in a way that be like oh you know god isn't real mm-hmm. real christianity is real but you know it's just you know god shows his glory all over the place you know what i mean so it's like it's just crazy man it's crazy yeah, I mean, one thing that I really think could help so many people start to share their faith is um, basically reading the Bible, bro, because if you're going to preach faith, you need to first have it. And faith mm-hmm. comes by hearing the word of God. And I remember when I was I was sitting down, the Lord had me sitting down for like three months, no evangelism, no nothing. But he had me in deep study every single day. He had me quit my job and everything, just studying the word, praying all day long. And then I felt him in my spirit just say, all right, get up and go now. And I'm like, go where? And he was just like, go to the nations. I want you to go to New Jersey first. Then I want you to go to PA. Then I want you to go to Virginia. Then I want you to go to DC. Then I want you to go to Maryland. Then I want you to go to North Carolina. All these, I'm like, I'm like, what? Yo, it was so crazy. And I asked my pastor, I'm like, I'm hearing this voice that's telling me to do this, do that. And um, at the time, 
I was so full of the word, bro. Like the Lord prepared me for that moment. And I remember when I went to a university, bro, mind you, I was terrified. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm, I literally just got out of college. They going to look at me like I'm weird and this and that. Bro, when I got on that mic, the Lord just started speaking. Scripture was coming out of me that I didn't even know that I knew. It was like a fire that wouldn't cease to, to stop. It would just keep going and penetrating, consuming yeah. everything that was resisting God. And so many people came up to me saying that, yo, we really, we really appreciate that. And, you know, we, this is so rare. Like, this is amazing. And after I finished, I'm like, God, I can't believe you just used me for that. And he was like, all right, pack your bags. I'll be going here. And mind you, I was by myself, bro. I was by myself doing this, but the Lord was with me. Crazy, man. But that's the only thing that I could say, man. In order to preach faith, you must first have it. And faith comes mm -hmm. by hearing the word of God. We need to be reading the word, consuming the word, no matter where we are. Because if this, if this Bible is not within us, if it's not on our hearts and on our souls and on our spirits, on our minds, then it's not going to come out of our mouths, period. Mm -hmm. So That's real. That's real. You know, sometimes yeah. there's moments where, you know, God calls us to be still and then sometimes he calls us to, to go as well. Um, and like I like because I'm a drummer. So like I, I tested that crazy because it's just like, you know, in order for me to get the the, the advanced parts, I got to know the the just the simple rudiments. So the simple, you know, what I mean, just the simple uh, the, the stick yeah. patterns, you know, what I mean, just the basics, not just the basic, but just the fundamentals of it. And I think, to, you know, like I said, you know, like we talked about, we were talking about uh, sharing, like evangelizing and stuff like that. It's like in order for you to preach the word, you got to know the word. You know what I mean? So what's your like, for example, especially like, you know, um, like I said, uh, the podcast is I guess the audience could be people that just are young and Christian um, that struggle sometimes with keeping that consistency in, in going after God every day, sticking into the word. What would you say to those people who are struggling with, you know, just being consistent and diving into the word? So a couple of things that I could say to those who are not as consistent as they want to be with the word is to first have a schedule. Because when we look at our lives, we have schedules for our workshops. We have schedules for school. Mm. Everything is broken down and organized. And our God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. So we need to start preparing a schedule when we could read the word and when we won't have any distractions because if we're reading if we're reading the word with all these distractions going on then we're not really consuming it mm -hmm. the way that we should be you know when you spend time with god you want to be intimate with god that's what he says in, in matthew chapter 7 he's like y'all prophesied in my name cast out devils in my name but i don't know y'all you know so mm -hmm. we need to become intimate with god and when we read this word we have to realize that it's not going to change God. We can't manipulate God. It's going to change us and help us mm -hmm. to imit imitate Christ and walk in his ways as he was walking. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it starts with a schedule and also prayer because we can't do anything alone. When I first got this Bible, bro, I was not able to read, bro. It was the Holy Spirit that was helping me to do it. And I would ask God, I'm like, yo, can you help me read more? Can you help me study more? And we forget as Christians that when we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, we will receive, especially if it's to do his will. Like 100, we're going to receive it. Mm -hmm. And so many people, they just sit there and say, you know what? I can't read the word and they, they give up, but they forget the scripture where it says asking you will receive, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I believe asking God in prayer and then forming a schedule and following through. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah, man, because because that's even with me. I'm trying to be still be more consistent and stuff like that. And then I look back at, you know, obviously, like I think what was what was being open to me. It's like I think I got into this kind of religious kind of mindset where I was just trying to complete it rather than connect with God. You know what I mean? And not, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of just something where I was just like, oh, it was like a checklist. Like, oh, I'm reading my Bible today. Check, check, check. Rather than like, you know, because I noticed like, OK, I could read the whole book of Matthew in like a day, two days, right? But then, you know, other than, and not just for completion, I get nothing. But let's say if I, if I just go into a section, a parable, one tiny section, and I just meditate and connect with God on that mm. section, like, I, I, like God is legit speaking to me. God, like, you know what I mean? God is really, his word is living. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just felt that, that, that shift in just how I, you know, how I function with that. Cause I think sometimes it's really easy to really just get into this, like, you know, like I say, a checklist, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. I read, like I read my, my Bible today, God, I'm cool off you. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of just like connecting and then just realizing how, how much his word is actually like, like living, you know what I mean? It's apparent to what we see today. I think that's why I love reading the book of Proverbs because Solomon was so wise. He connected everything that happened in, in the world to God, like money, women, everything. He connected everything to yeah. God. That's what made him so wise. You know what I mean? So that's why I just, you know what I mean? Like when you, when you really meditate and really just connect rather than try to just go into like this completion kind of mindset, like, mm-hmm. like God was just poor, man. And, and yeah, cause, and it makes you want to come back too. Like, you know what I mean? Cause like, you know, it's like, if you're not enjoying something, you're not going to come back. But if you're connecting with God, get being intimate with God, like you were saying, you know what I mean? It makes you want to pick it up and back, pick, pick it up again. Just like, okay, God, I want to know who you are. Like, I want to know more about you. It's like, how do we read? How do we, how do we, like God already wrote a letter to us in 66 books. Like, how do we expect to know about him if we don't read it? So yeah, man, it's, Amen. it's crazy. It's crazy. Man. Amen, bro. Seriously. I mean, the, you, you said something that really struck me though, when you said that, we can't be legalistic or religious. We need to really connect with God. And that's something that I've been longing for, bro, just being in his presence and not having any limits, not having the time restraint, just going all out. Like last night, I was thinking, I said, man, when we were in college, we used to um, drink coffee and things to stay up all night long to do papers and assignments. And I was like, what if I drank coffee tonight to stay up with the Lord? Bro, man, I was up till 5 a.m. just sitting in this presence, bro. And it felt like I was in heaven, man. Like, seriously, uh, reading the word, just sitting there praying. It was his his presence would just rush upon me, bro. And it would just uh, break every demonic yoke off me and help me to be holy as he's holy. It was something that was of a dream, like the best dream in the world, bro. And I'm actually going to do it tonight. I'm going to do it tonight, bro. Like, I don't care if I got work tomorrow. I don't care how early I got to wake up, bro. I just want to seek God. And, and, and the Bible says when we seek God diligently, he has mm-hmm. rewards for us. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. Like, let me do this so God can reward me. Mm-hmm. No. When you diligently seek God, these rewards, they're going to change your character. They're going to change your attitude. They're going to change your heart. It's going to restore things in you that you didn't even know were broken, bro. Like, right. it ain't all about physical possessions. And I'm not saying that those things are wrong because, you know, whatever. But the heart of God, like David, being a man after God's own heart, that's something that I long for, bro. Uh-huh. For real, man. Uh-huh. That's something that I long for. That's the reward that I want, bro. For real, yeah. man. Is that who you say you kind of relate to um, the most in the Bible? Like with maybe David or like Paul or what you think he, what you thinking? 
Uh, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I think I relate most to. I don't know, bro. It depends on the season I'm going through. Bro, because <laughs> <laughs> like if, if I'm Thanks. <laughs> bro, because if if I'm in a season, if I'm in a season where I'm tempted with lust 24-7, I'm thinking I'm like Samson. But then if I'm in a season where I'm on fire and I don't care about nothing, nobody just care about Jesus, and I'm like John the Baptist. And then yeah. if I'm like it just it goes, bro. Like it, it's yeah, crazy. Bro. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just want to be like bro. Jesus, man. Facts, I just want to be facts. like Jesus, bro. Facts, man. It's, it's amazing how Jesus used like we like uh Pastor Mark was going over the genealogy of Christ. How basically, you know, you look see all these names, all these names who are imperfect except one, but Jesus used all those imperfect names to to bring out some so big, and that's kind of what he's doing right now. So, I mean, what's what's life like after college for you? Like, what's what's on your agenda now? Bro, on my agenda is, I'm going to just give it raw and uncut. I want to reach the world and speak about Jesus Christ. Like, I don't want to work anymore. I want to work for Jesus 24-7. Mm-hmm. And he's actually doing that in my life right now. Like, I'm being, I'm getting paid to be a Christian in reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of the money that I get, it goes straight to the kingdom of God and my family. And there's nothing like it, bro. There is absolutely nothing like it, man. Seriously, bro. Mm-hmm. It's truly rewarding, man. Just living for the Lord and letting him do what he wants to do in my life. Mm-hmm. Bro, this is the best sacrifice that I ever made. At first, I used to be scared of this stuff, bro. I'm like, God, I don't know, man. You, you see this girl I'm talking to? She, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. yeah. But then when you just say, I'm tired of being a heartbroken. I'm tired of being a failure. I'm tired of having these demonic thoughts, Lord. I'm, I'm just, here, send me, I'll go like Isaiah. And then boom, it happens, mm-hmm. man. Man, what about you I, though, bro? Me? Uh to be honest, this summer, bro, like uh I just been just been like I like I said, I got a heart for youth. Um that's actually what I want to do in my school studies, do something with youth. Um I'm kind of in a kind of a leadership program with uh young creatives as far as like creatives, um, whether it's musicians, songwriters, uh fashion designers, uh photographers, videographers, whatever, kind of a bunch of different creatives. And it's called Headwater House, and we kind of have it in this one location in the city. Um, and we kind of just inspire people to create, but ultimately create for Christ. Um, like we meet yeah. once a month, we meet once a month and we kind of just, we, we meditate on scripture. Um, we, and, and it's really cool because with the scripture, it's like uh, we have individual time and how that works is, um, this is after we worship and pray and all this stuff and individual time, the, the verse will go on the PowerPoint and the creative will have 15 minutes to just really sit there and just meditate on the word. And out of that 15 minutes, like some people write songs, poems, draw designs. Like it's crazy just off one scripture alone. It's like crazy how much you can just create off that. So, um, and we're trying to find a way, like how we can, we incorporate, how can we just have more creatives create stuff for Christ? Cause it's just like, there's just that, that tug that we talked about. Mm -hmm. There's a tug as far as like what people can do with the creations is like, okay, they can make music for the world. They can make music for Christ. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, that's, that's my, my plan, bro. And you know, we, we got some huge August 1st, bro. If you want to plug in, what's that? All oh about? yeah, 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 yeah. So um, August 1st in Bristol, Pennsylvania, we're going to be having a discipling session and evangelism it's going to be everything evangelism discipling deliverance teaching 
it's going to be everything compacted into one. It's the fivefold church, and it's going to be ran by us, the youth, and we are held accountable by pastors. I have pastors that are involved in it. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an amazing move of God. People are going to be set free. People are going to come back to their first love in Christ. People are going to, people, it's going to be crazy. Wow. I, ain't joking, man. I feel like the Lord, I feel like wow. the Lord is going to move so mightily upon it. We've been praying over it. We've been praying for it. We've been um, getting ready for it. You know, the Lord has poured out his anointing for this. And I believe that everyone who comes through is going to be touched by the Holy Spirit, man. Seriously, no, no joke. No joke at all. Amen. Amen. Where could, where could they find more about it if they, if they're interested in this, like where could they find uh, it? Yeah, I got a, um, I got an Instagram page, Shaman Thomas, S-H-A-M-M-O-N-D-T-H-O-M-A-S. That's my thing on um, Instagram and we got the flyer there for it, but it's, it's going to be a lot, you know, we're going to see the saints come together and power and prayer. We're going to see a lot of strongholds break. Yo, I can't even, I'm so excited, man. I, I, I really want the, man, I'm, I'm hyped, man. I can't wait, bro. Seriously, it's going to be the youth teaching, worshiping. Uh, we got you with the drums and everything, bro. It's going to be crazy. Apologetics. Come on, man. Everything, man. man. Hey, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, man. I really everything, am. And, I, and I'm going to try to plug in to see other creatives who want to come there, too, and, and probably do their thing if they have something. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Yeah, everybody's welcome. I'm excited, Everybody man. Man. I'm excited. So just to, I guess, to close out here, I'll let you finish off. But um, like I said, young and Christian going into college or leaving high school or in high school, um, just any final words, you know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm in a situation where maybe like I'm, I'm a little fearful, like, cause I don't know how people are going to react with me sharing my faith. You know, I don't know what people are going to think of me. Like, how do I, like, what would you just say to someone like that, you know, who wants to share their faith, but they, they don't know how or, you know, what I mean, they just don't, you know, what I mean, they, they want to, but it's just. Yeah. Afraid. So um, to those who are young and are coming into college or even in high school still, I believe that, like I said earlier, in order to share your faith, you must first have it. It must be embedded inside of you. And this comes by hearing the word of God and you start to rely on the Holy Spirit, you know trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding he will open your mouth to speak to people when you don't even realize it you'll be just walking talking to somebody and they'll say something and then the scripture will come out penetrate into their to their souls and penetrate into their hearts and sometimes like we uh said earlier you might not even have to say anything to somebody sometimes you can just walk past like i've been in situations where i walk past people and they've gotten deliverance. They're like, yo, um, I, I've come back to my first love, Jesus Christ. I was like, how you know I'm a Christian? He's like, yo, I feel the spirit. The Holy Spirit will do all the deliverance. He will do all of that, you know, but um, I, I really encourage those to step out on faith and even start a conversation about Jesus. You could ask people questions like, do you believe that there's a, do you believe in a God? If so, you know, what do you believe in? You know, speak to people and as they speak, then you can start to speak as well, but we must be genuine with people. We must actually want to know what they're saying. We gotta be careful about how we say certain things, be gentle, be loving. And you know, if you approach them with respect, nine times out of 10, they're gonna approach you the same way. So I think that's that's amazing, man. You can just start like that. But it is hard though, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. When I first came to Christ, 
I would be picking and choosing who I wanted to witness to. <laughs> you know, if if, if, a, if a girl was really pretty, bro, I'm like, I ain't witnessing her, man. I, I ain't doing that. You know, and if I was at the gym playing ball, I'm like, I ain't witnessing to them. But if I saw like a random stranger, I would do it. But you can't pick and choose. You gotta be all in or you gotta be all out. And I know that it's hard. I know that this may seem crazy and out of this world, but that's what God's there for. You know, he's our helper and he will help us to evangelize and to send us to places when he believes that we're ready, when we're equipped, when we're disciple. So yeah, that's that's really all I gotta say on that. Amen, man, we're gonna close out here. Man, shout out Shaman, man. I appreciate you joining Guest Friday. Um, if you can, if you're around the area, pop out August 1st to the event um, to hear more about evangelism, deliverance, um, and just all of the above. Um, I hope this challenges you um, to just share your faith to people you know, people you don't know. Um, just start off with just the regular conversations um, and then build that relationship with somebody as yourself. Um, you can break down those barriers and you can ask those life questions that actually matter. Um, you could be listening to any other podcast, listening to anything else, but you're right here with us. Thank you for choosing the Young and Christian Podcast. See y'all soon.